With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, June 23rd, and you are listening to the program that tries to take the mystery out of your financial life. And we do that for all sorts of people, the people who are just starting out. We do it for people who already have money, whether you have lots of money, not so much money, doesn't really matter to us. We just want to help you make the best decision you can, the next best decision you can in your financial life. We don't like to dwell on the past either. I'm not a big past dweller. We are here to figure out how to put your best foot forward, how to get started today in little bite-sized chunks, okay? So if you'd like to join us on the program and ask your question live, all you have to do is send us your email, regular email address, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on our website, jillonmoney.com, you can just hit the contact button, ask the question, and then say, hey, I'd come on the air with you. That is what Anne did. Now, Anne is from a large state in the Pacific Northwest that I'm seemingly having a hard time pronouncing. So I'm going to try one more time, Anne. Tell me how I'm doing. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. The, sec- Oregon. the second one was better. Oregon or Egan. Okay. She's from the Pacific Northwest, also known as Oregon and a big city. So you guys can figure out which one that is. Anne, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Tell me what's going on. How can we help you out? Um, so I'm just wondering how to allocate my portfolio. I feel like I've been making sure I've done it for the past 20 years and haven't paid too much attention to what I've invested in. Mm -hmm. Um, and now that I'm getting a little older and closer to retirement than I have been, I want to make sure I'm invested in the right stuff. Let me ask you to tell us a little bit about you and where you are in life and what's happening. So I'm 44. My husband is 41. Um, We have four kids. Um, My husband makes about $75,000 a year. Um, I make about, this last year I made $44,000 a year. My income is pretty inconsistent um, because I have, I work on call and then I work two different contract jobs. Wait, you're a Uh, nurse? No, I'm not a nurse. Uh, I work at a hospital helping kids cope with hospitalization. Oh my God, that's such a nice thing to do. Yeah, I like it. It's good. I've done it for 20 years now. And then I have, I teach at two different universities. So like I said, my income is inconsistent, but I have been consistent. We've always been consistent at saving 15% 
we've got a fully funded emergency fund. Um, we own our home and have a really good interest rate on that. Mm-hmm. Um, How much is we, the house worth? I mean, I know there you have seen a huge housing yeah, it's explosion, crazy. right? So what's I, happened? I would guess it's worth somewhere between 525 and 550 based on what's selling around us. And what's the outstanding mortgage balance? It's about 192. Oh, great. And, you know, on your cash flow, you're 120, you put 15% away, you've got your emergency fund, you're paying your mortgage. Are you feeling comfortable in, you know, you don't make a ton of money, but you're making a lot of money relative to the universe. And it seems like you save a lot and you've got four kids. So how does it feel for you guys? It feels better than it's ever been. <laughs> I mean, you know, during the recession in 2008, my husband, we was underemployed. We were both underemployed for a long time. So um, it, it feels better than it's ever, honestly. As far That's as great. That's amazing. How old are the kids? Give me just the range. Um, four to 14. Oh, you're busy. I don't even no. know how you're making doing anything working. How do you <laughs> swing that? I mean, really, um, what happened during, can you just tell us a little bit of what, give us a snapshot, Anne in the Pacific Northwest life during COVID, what happened for the those four kids? Just a quick snapshot, please. Um, well, they all came home in March of 2020. You know, we were doing school from home. Honestly, they just got on for like a couple minutes a day and we just dealt with it. Then the school was really good about having things really organized in the fall, even though they were still online until... Um, March. So they went from September to March online. Um, But Mm -hmm. honestly, I credit, I don't have kids with any high needs. So that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had really good school. I felt their school did a really good job of engaging them. I know not, I know a lot of other parents don't necessarily feel like that, but it worked for us. And then my mom did preschool for my four-year-old because preschool was canceled. So, Oh my God, your mother, the saint. Today's their last day. So her and uh, my other, my nephew. So the oh two of them. my God. That's a, so do you feel exhausted from the experience or do you feel like you're ready to get back and like get into it? Like, how are you feeling? I'm exhausted. I think I was, I was doing great all during it because it's what I had to do. My job at work changed for a long time. I was one of those screeners at the hospital where people come in and you take temperatures and ask them all the invasive questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for a long time instead of my actual job. So I think it's all kind of hitting me now. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what have we all just been through? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for doing the the hard work that you seem to be doing. It's unbelievable. So are you a contractor at all those jobs or any of those jobs? Are you W-2? I'm actually I guess I'm actually W-2 for all of them. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just on a like contract basis for the universities. It's like we want you to teach this term. We'll pay you this much money. I got gotcha. And it's you know, we'll see what happens the next term. And it's based okay. on my availability and their availability. All right. But you're doing fine. You're making this 120 grand a year. You're putting 15 percent into your retirement accounts. Tell me what's in the retirement accounts right now. Like how much money total? So there's about uh, 285000 Great. That's fantastic. Are either you or your husband entitled to a pension uh, at retirement? No, I might be entitled to a very small one from when my hospital switched over to stuff, but mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. And if I do, it's very small. Okay. And in the retirement accounts, are you doing traditional or Roth? We're doing a lot of a lot of things. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into it. That's really the nut of your question, which is yes. what's going on in these darn accounts. So tell us yes. what's going on. There's a lot of a lot of things. So we have um, a Roth through Schwab that we just contribute to our own. That one has about eighty one thousand dollars. Okay. 
we have um, one through my husband's account that has about $96,000 and it is mostly a traditional, but we switched it to Roth, I don't know, two years ago. Okay. So like um, 90 and six or something, whatever. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I have about um, 100 in my work and that's the same thing, like we switched at the same time to a Roth when companies started offering them more. Right. Mostly traditional. And so yours is a 403B, I guess, or a 401 It is. Yes. Yes. Okay. You're correct. It's a 403B. Okay. And so there you have it. That's great. So there's your 285. And then we have like a thousand bucks in my, for one of the university jobs, I have okay. just a thousand bucks because that's just gotten started. Floating around. Okay, great. Yeah. Is your husband entitled to a match through his retirement account? So yes, he is. And with his, we, um, we contribute up to his match and -hmm. then we put the rest of the 15 to get up to 15%. So I think with his match, we get up to 12% and we take the other 3% and put it in the Schwab account. And besides these retirement accounts, any money that's outside of retirement at this point? So we have a health equity account. So the health savings, Mm -hmm. we have about 5,000 in that that's invested Mm-hmm. And then five thousand—that's just in the the cash to pay for like the yearly expenses. Okay, that's fantastic. Those are wonderful accounts. They're great to use. It's nice to have it like sitting there. So perfect, perfect, perfect. Kids, college, anything like that—that's on your mind. Um, it's on my mind, but we're not doing much right now. Good. Don't so, don't okay. worry about it. So at this point, if you're putting fifteen percent into some combination of your retirement accounts through work, and then also your Roths. That's that when you said 15%, you were talking about those, you know, sort of both employer and your own accounts, right? Yep. Yep. Great. Total. Okay. And when you're done at the end of the day, any debt besides the mortgage? No. I mean, we have credit card bills that we pay off monthly. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Auto loans? (laughs) No, we drive 20-year-old cars and we're fine with it. So, What's your 20-year-old car? Maybe I want to get that car. No, you don't. Um, But I'd love to tell you, you might want to get the one I sold, but the one I have is, it's a Mm -hmm. Honda Sienna. It runs great, but it's a minivan and it's really ugly, Um, but it performs well. I like a minivan. I think it's like this, okay, I don't have a family, but I will say that I always like, whenever I borrow my sister-in-law's minivan to do like cart something big, I was like, this is a great car. This is so great. It's so convenient. It's so easy to get in and out And that's why we keep it. And if we had a nice car, I would worry that the kids would do something to it. So now let's talk about the allocation of these accounts, which is you wrote in and you said you really want allocation help. And you said you're worried because you're you're worried about having some analysis paralysis. So let's let's break it down. Tell me what you got and tell me what you're thinking. What I got. That's where it's kind of all over the place. What I've done is in like some of them, like the the one for my husband's work, like I was just like, I don't know what I should do. So mm-hmm. I signed up on their free thing and they told me what to do. Mm-hmm. And then I canceled mm-hmm. so I don't have to pay the fee. And then I just kept it. And that was a couple of years ago. But that one has some pretty high fees, although I feel like it's doing really well. How many funds are in that account? A lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you two, how many three. because you, you told tell me. me. Tell me how many. I'll tell you why, because I have your original email yes, here. Yes, thank you. I'm putting this out there because it's going to make Mark completely insane. There are 29 <laughs> different funds to choose from, and we're in nine of them. Nine. Um, nine funds is more than you need. Um, I'm going to just 
go down this list for a second because you gave me the allocation for your Schwab Roth IRA. In that, I'm just going to tell everybody what our friend Anne from the Pacific Northwest has. So she's got the Schwab 100 index. She's got the Schwab Large Company index. She has the S&P 500 index and the total stock market index. Essentially, you have four of the same funds. Okay. You do not need all four of those. I promise you, you don't. Mark, which fund shall we pick for Anne's Roth IRA at Schwab to basically capture the large stock index portion of this program? What do you think, Mark? That's so funny. I thought you were going to say total stock market index. Okay. I'm with you. Either one, stock market index or S&P 500 doesn't totally does not matter to me. All of those funds. So you have 21% in the Schwab 100, 12% in the US company, 22% and 20. So 20, 40, 50. All right. So you have 70%. Put 70% in the S&P 500 fund. That's it. Put the 70% there. Then you've got 8% international. I'd make that 10%. And I would make 10% your small cap index, 70, 80, 90. I'm just adding this up in my head. Do you have to be all stock? Are you willing to consider a bond index? Um, I'm willing. I was I was doing that in the Schwab. And then like in the my work account, I was doing the um, retirement one. And I thought that would capture... The, I mean, that, okay. That's I'm, I'm calling you because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm putting money in every month because that's what they tell me to do. <laughs> but after that, I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, Schlesinger, I'm doing what you're telling me to do. <laughs> Just fig- help me figure this out. Okay. Here's what I think you should do. Let's keep it simple. The Schwab account, let's put three funds in your Schwab account and it's going to be all stocks. Now, if this mark, this is going to be the one that get whips around. Right? It's just right. going to go all over the And place. I can handle that. Okay, fine. You're going to go 15% in the international fund. You're going to go 70% in the S&P 500 fund, and you're going to go 15% in the small cap fund. Done. Now, I want you to take those allocations. I want you to apply it to the existing allocation and to any future money as well. Okay. 15, 70, 15. Three funds. That's all you have. Awesome. That's your Schwab account. Okay. Next, let's talk about the husband's traditional account. Okay. You got all that in one retirement plan, in a, a target date fund, right? So yeah, and that's my retirement, not that it matters. That's in the 403B and the Lincoln's the 403B. Inside of that Lincoln 403B, are there index funds inside of that rather than the target date fund? So here's the thing with, I don't even have to do the 403B from work mm-hmm. right? because I don't, I'm not matched because of my status as an employee. Mm-hmm. I used mm-hmm. to be and then they changed the rules and it made me mad, um, but I'm not matched anymore. I only do it because... The reason I do it there is because it's consistent because my paychecks vary from week to week and that consistently takes out my 15%. That's fine. I mean, so, it's, not, it's not, I mean, I would just, I, if you could send me, follow up with me and if you sent me the list of the Lincoln choices, target date fund is fine. Mark, are you okay with the target date fund in the Lincoln account? Yes. Yeah, send us some, okay. send us, send us those. Okay. So then that's that. You're going to follow up with that. Next, let's talk about this, uh, the fidelity. Tell Let's me about, about the it. funds in there. What do you got? So, I think I have some really expensive ones. Sorry. <laughs> um, those are, I have like, 
I don't even know what they are. They're just okay. numbers. And like I said, I signed up for the free thing. It's like, I'm let us help it. you allocate your portfolio. So I'm like, Listen, great, do it. And here's the deal. No looking back. Let's look forward. So okay. let's talk about what you have right now. I'm, I really don't, honestly, everyone listening, you have to understand, the only reason I do the going back is if I'm trying to understand why you made a certain decision. But most of us in our retirement accounts, we are very flip about the decisions we make. So let's talk about what you have in this your husband's tradition, mostly traditional retirement account. What's right. in there? A FIAM blend, TD, Fidelity 500 index, mm-hmm. uh, Contra Fund, mm-hmm. GIB, EXUS, IDX, Fidel- mm-hmm. Fidelity Low Price, mm-hmm. HTFD International, H-T-F-D. MFS. Okay, keep going. MFS. Yeah. MFS value, yeah. uh, PIM, I think is at the PIMCO total return. So it's just a plain old Fidelity account now, right? As far as I know, yeah. Right. So there's a couple of funds that you mentioned that I think are really important to keep. The S&P 500 index, we have Fidelity Low Price Stock. There is a fund that you should check out. It's an international index is F, F as in Frank, Z, I, L as in Larry, X, X X-ray. And that is probably the best international fund that you can you know, kind of check out. The other one that I think you should try to look at is the Fidelity Intermediate Term Bond Index. That is, you ready for this? F, F as in Frank, U-A-M-X. That's the Fidelity Intermediate Term Bond Index. That's it. Easy peasy. And, you know, if you don't want the low price stock, because actually I think low price stock might actually... That might be a little more expensive. You should check out the small cap index fund, which is F as in Frank, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, N, Nancy, X, X-ray. You know, couldn't I be a travel consultant? Let's do that one. Let's do the small cap index instead. I mean, low price stock is a great fund. However, it's expensive. And then, you know, PIMCO total return is a very good fund. It really is. In fact, you know, you could do, you could either do the PIMCO total return or you can do the intermediate term bond index. Those are the two different ones that you could try. You know, in the in these accounts, you you want to have some bonds. So I don't know how much you have in the bonds right now in the PIMCO total return. But, you know, you're 44. You're not going to retire for 20 something years, probably. You probably should have 20 percent in bonds just for the heck of it. And then same deal. Like when you look at your index, make that be like the core holding, you know, 40, 50 percent. 50% in large cap index, S&P 500, 15% in small cap index, 15% in international, and 20% in bonds, either PIMCO total return or that bond fund that I gave you. And then you're done. You guys got your wills? You got, what's going on? I knew you were going to ask me that. I know. Um, I, I made a phone call a couple months ago and they haven't called me back. <laughs> okay. Can I just say that when someone, when I ask that question and it's like, have you done your wills? And there's like the pause, like, mm, that's always a bad sign. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. We have you life, have life insurance? insurance. Okay, yeah. good. What do you got? A million on my husband, 500 on me. And it's term life, right? Term life. Yeah. Great. Okay. Nice yeah. and cheap. Good. You might be slightly underinsured for you. Yeah, that's what my husband says. Um, you <laughs> he's know, like, I don't, if you die, I'm going to need more. <laughs> exactly. Not only is he going to need more, but he's going to need either more money or more help or, or you know, he's going to have to find a Mary Poppins who wants to just fly right into the backyard. Do you have any way to buy life insurance through any of these healthcare professional organizations that you have? Because sometimes it's really cheap if you do it as a group plan. 
I don't know. I don't check think so that out. I'm not benefited, but I will look. Check it out. Yeah. Um, okay. But you get another 500 grand at least for, okay. let's say that at least for 10 years. Okay. Because, you know, you have a youngster. Right. And we don't want anything bad to happen for you. Right. I mean, not too much. We don't want to give him an incentive to knock you off. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Do you have friends who are lawyers? Do you have any friends who are lawyers? Yes, but I don't oh, know that they do will and trust. I don't mean, worry. Yeah, just call them. Just, lawyers. Okay. Yeah, just call them up and be like, I need a trust lawyer. I just need someone to bang out a, you know, to get these documents done. That's what okay. you want to do. Because even if it's like, oh, it's a real estate lawyer, there's someone in the firm or they know somebody. Oh, I went to law school with this guy who does that, with this gal who does. If you're really not getting <laughs> your stuff together, go to Policy Genius and do their online module and get something down. Anne from the Pacific Northwest, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Really, it's been a pleasure. So good luck to you and keep us posted on your progress, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Jill. A pleasure. Okay, gang, do you want that? Do you want a little boot camp of whatever is going on in your financial life that needs addressing? Mark and I are happy to do that. Just send us an email with your question. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. And if you're on our website, you just hit the contact button. We'll get your note. Tell us if you want to come on the air. And while you're on the website, bookmark it and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It would be so great. It comes out every single Friday. So you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, we like to remind you to do something nice for someone else today. And just do the mantra with me, gang. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.